Uh, would... <laughs> you gonna just read whatever it even puts out there? Uh, uh, Anchorman? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Anchorman. Yeah. I read it. Smooth right off the bat. <laughs> Hello, hello, to one and all. How are y'all doing? Welcome to the first episode of Scott's on the Scoop Podcast. I'm Steve Gale, aka Molly Monroe, coming in by. Yolanda, also known as Okay, with that being said, we're going to get right into it. Um, today we're going to be talking about the 2020 stimulus package, what it means to you. We're going to be touching on the checks and getting into some of the details and the unemployment benefits. So first of all, I guess, what what is a stimulus package? That's what we want to know, right? So by definition, it's a package of economic measures put together by a government to stimulate a floundering or failing economy. Definitely failing. But, like, what's the point of it? What is it supposed to do for our country? Well, the objective of the stimulus package is to reinvigorate the economy and prevent a reverse recession by boosting employment and spending. And that's basically just saying that the government is going to give you money pretty much so you can give it back. That's going to help out the economy. That's going to help out big business. That's going to have businesses that weren't doing that well. All of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you're spending all your money in the store. Now they need new employees. It's kind of just like a roll around thing. It's like it's a win-win situation as an idea for the government to help out. All right, but do you think that it's really going to work? Like, do you think that people are really going to go out there and spend that money like that and, and put it back into the economy? Uh, I mean, in some cases it has. The stimulus package of 2008 was $168 billion. That was under Bush. And, but a lot of people said that the, it was up for big business. It was a business tax relief that gave the companies the incentive to expand that year. But it wasn't enough to create actual new jobs. So it's like they didn't give enough money to people as they did to actual companies. So a lot of people felt as if the checks arrived a little too late and they didn't receive enough. And it resulted in only about 20% of them actually spending the checks. So you got to think that we give out $168 billion, which, of course, all the $168 doesn't go to directly to the actual U.S. citizens, but a lot of it did. But in the end, only 20% of them actually spent the money. So, you, you know, you give $100 to 10 people and you only get $200 out of them because the rest of them either put it in their savings or they spend it on their actual bills as opposed to, you know, retail things and things that they actually didn't need. Um, as a result, it created this $500 billion budget deficit and that resulting in a federal debt that almost doubled to $10 trillion. And that's when it goes in to... Um, Obama's administration and Obama's administration backdoors it with another stimulus package and that one ends up being $831 billion so a whole lot more money and a lot of people say that that it did work and a lot of people say that it didn't because the success was due to the lower income spending so you think about that first package it was only like $168 billion they didn't give that much money to, to all of the citizens the second package you know um, is $831 so they give a whole lot more money to the people than they did in the beginning which makes it work a little bit better and that's why we're trying to do the same thing here and then you got to compare that to the actual money that is they're giving out now that like that even though that sounds like so much and it, and it was so much then you think about now when we're talking about over two trillion dollars how big of an increase it is how much of a risk it is how more how much more they're putting on the table to see how much they can actually get back and like we talked about the other night um it's very easy for a company to give get all this money and a citizen to get all this money and once they have all this money but where are we actually spending the money at yeah <laughs> I mean all the, I mean all the stores are closed you know I mean curbside pickup I mean if you're not ordering your stuff online then you're really not shopping so that's about really one of my only concerns if, if it is going to work I mean when we did the stimulus package um, in 2009 all the stores were open everywhere was you know you could spend the money yeah. like there was no problem spending the money so we're, we're all going to get these checks and yes we're going to have this money to spend but at the same time what are we actually going to have to spend the money on yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, because I'm thinking if I get this check, you know, 
I'm going to put it in the bank. I don't really want to spend anything, not only because we're not going out to do anything and to go purchase things. I don't really need that. Um, I think I mean, uh, it's I so think... uncertain what's going to happen that I believe, like, why am I going to waste this money that I have when I don't really know what's going to happen, you know, two, three months from now? I mean, but a lot of people don't have any choice but to spend the money on rent and car notes and insurance. Mm-hmm. I mean, $1,200 ain't going to go that far. No, <laughs> I mean, to be, to be realistic, $1,200 is not going to go that far. I mean, most people's rent in Texas is $1,200. Yeah. So to think about, you know, Texas, you know your mortgage or your you know your rent's going to be $1,200. I mean, you think about people in California who are paying, you know, $2,400 for, a, you know, an efficiency. So $1,200 isn't going to really do anything. And, it, and they haven't announced anything that's going to be reoccurring. And, that, and that's huge, too. And a lot of people are talking about that. Okay, $1,200 here now. You know, Canada's talking about reoccurring money. So, yes. and, and that's a question that a lot of U.S. citizens want to know. Okay, this is a Band-Aid on a gash. You know, okay, this little $1,200, yes, it's going to help. But at the same time, a lot of people do not have jobs. So this $1,200 isn't something that's going to be extra on top of their paycheck, but the only money that they're going to get. This is a this is the last check coming up for so many different Americans, so many different people. We're talking about, as of this at this point right now, we're talking about 3.5 million people on unemployment. I mean, I go on unemployment next week. Mm-hmm. I'll be added to that list. And by the time that those checks come in, I might not be able to be spending the money that I have, or or I might actually be actually spending the savings that I have. Mm-hmm. So, will it work? I, me personally, I feel if it was a reoccurring check, yes, there might be a chance that it might work. I that, definitely there might be a chance. But in this lockdown situation, with so many non-essential businesses closed to put that money back into, with so many different situations where you have to spend the money on what they would call in our sense essential things mm-hmm. as opposed to things that you want and need yeah. then I, that most of that money won't go back to where they want it to go so mm-hmm. i mean i guess it's up in the air I'm, I'm i'm a yes i'm a no you know um we get back to business you know if uh, you know what they're saying by june you know this thing's you know we hit this apex it starts coming down and then all of a sudden people are back out and you know we're actually going out to eat again you know people are going back to the mall then yeah it might work i mean if we are in a situation that we are in now, three months from now, then I can't see how it would work. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see how it would work at all. So I still have a lot of doubts about it. I don't think that I would even spend that money, but I think I'm in a different position because I'm currently working. I, there's a plan for me to continue working through through the summer. So I don't really need that money right now. And I think personally, because I feel like it's so uncertain where we're going and, and how long this is going to last, yeah. I think that we should have more money in our savings you know, yeah, to, to, to rely on. But I know that we're in a different position. You know, we, we don't have the really high rent. You know, I don't have to spend it like that. Um, and I normally don't spend like that anyway. So yeah. it, it's different for me uh, in that sense. And I also think that one check one time is really like kind of meaningless. Like yeah. I don't think that it's going to solve anything, especially like you're saying, like for me, I can save it. But a lot of people that I know have to spend it. And so, you know, I think that I just have... A different opinion of it. I think I fall on that twenty percent of people that's going to put it in the bank. Uh, I mean, I, I, you being a teacher, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. Your your job is an essential job. It's not one of the the so many of the jobs that has been cut. All the jobs that don't exist anymore. All the people you know who are furloughed. So, and 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 a lot. It's not like I'm not saying a lot of people are in that position. I mean, a lot of you know, there's a lot of wealthy people in America too. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's just, I mean, I guess it's just, it's such an, in, you know, person to person kind of basis, you know, 
you know, what's going on with this guy is going to be, you know, different to the, what's going on with this person. Yeah. So, up next, we're going to be talking about the stimulus check and exactly the details of that. So, we're going to be talking about when you're going to get it, what you need to get it, and what you have that'll keep you from getting it. We'll be right back. check okay all right so to get right into it individuals earning up to $75,000 gross are going to be eligible for a $1,200 check okay so from the there the checks will be reduced $5 for every $100 north of 75 which means if you make $76,000 your check will only be $1,150 okay so they're going to phase that out at $99,000 or more so that basically means you one percenters will not get the check but as we all know you probably don't need it as much as we do all right so married couples earning $150,000 will still receive the $1,200, okay? Checks are going to phase out at $198,000 for them. And the heads of household, if you are a head of household, you're going to receive $1,200, okay? And then they can earn up to $112,500, and that'll phase out at $136,500, okay? Now, as far as children go, it's going to be $500 per child, 17 and under, okay? So, you know, if your kid is 18, that is automatically going to be a disqualification even if they do live in your household okay they can get their own check on their own now what you need to get it now you need to have a social security number I don't think we need to go into any details on that so, but um, uh, the social security number is going to be the most crucial right there right so um, and but at the same time you don't need to have a taxable income and we'll get into that a little bit later on the details okay but however if you don't typically file you need to do so for 2019 okay because some people don't make enough money they do not file their taxes but you this is imperative that those people file because you will not receive the check if you did not file your tax return last year or if you just didn't feel like filing or if you were going to pay too much you're like no I'm not going to do that if you're trying to avoid that tax return last year then that will be one of the things that will keep you from getting this check all right so those making above that threshold, non-citizens without green cards, and anyone who is classified as a dependent do not qualify. So those are just, you know, just some typical examples of what what's going on with you if you're not going to get the check, okay? Retirees, they will get the check, which is good. You know, even though they're not working there, we will get a check. I feel like everybody needs it at this point, so retirees will get it. What is a really big thing that is in this clause, um, this, um, uh, this check clause, is that gig workers will get the stimulus check as long as they have filed those taxes and that's what's crucial in either 2018 or 19 I see and I, I, I would, even though they're saying that I would definitely want to get that um, tax return in as fast as possible all right so most importantly when will we get these checks the checks are told to arrive in about what what do you say like three weeks so yeah he said two to three weeks this is what this is what Steve Munchen said he said two to three weeks a lot of people are saying that that doesn't seem like that will be the case they're saying that that might not be the straight hardcore facts about it I'm hoping that they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> I am hoping that they're wrong I mean when okay so let's I mean let's look at it the bill passed on the 27th so what's that? Last Friday, right? Mm -hmm. Last Friday. So last Friday, the bill passes. Um, we're talking three weeks from then. Now, those checks are going to be sent direct deposit. And um, 
if your income tax is direct deposit, you are said. But the, the the details of that were that if you had to have gotten direct deposit. That's yeah, if you filed your taxes and you chose direct deposit as a way to get your income tax, um, then they'll direct deposit into your it's account. It's automatic, right? But if you didn't and you received a paper check, then it's going to take a little bit longer for your money because they're going to mail that check. Well, to I you. heard uh, almost months. Months, if you when I heard I heard this three week thing is for the people who direct deposited, but it would it might take you know you know two and a half three months. I mean, if I wouldn't did. doubt it with everything that's going on. I I, I can imagine. It's yeah, a the lot paper trail. Yeah, the paper trail. And I know a lot of you are like, well, who doesn't direct deposit? I mean, there's still Flintstone kids out here, y'all. <laughs> there's there still is. You know <laughs> what did uh what, what do you say? I'm unbanked. Unbanked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unbanked. So there are people like that. All right. So so uh, but just letting you know, if you didn't and you got that you know that real pretty U.S. Treasury check in the mail and you went and deposited, then you're not going to be getting that check in three weeks. You're, you know, you're going to be looking at a whole lot more time. And and a good thing to know is there is no application for this. You don't have to go onto any website at, you know, .gov or anything. If you filed that tax return and you got that tax return direct deposited, there is nothing that you need to do except wait and hope that they're saying that they can deliver as fast as possible. All right. Okay. So, the checks aren't going to be taxed, which is good, and that's that's a typical thing you will see in um, uh, stimulus checks. So the checks won't be um, uh, taxed. That's something to really think about because I mean we all know you get that bonus check and they are going to take quite a bit. You know, you start making extra money and all of a sudden they're taking uh, more money than you even had to begin with out. So they won't be taxed, and that's that's a great thing. Now they did talk to Trump about another round of the checks, which is what we kind of talked about earlier. Which I like, I said. I feel as if the stimulus package is going to actually work. It's going to take another round, maybe two, maybe three, mm-hmm. to, to 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 really make a difference. Yes. Because the twelve hundred dollars is, I mean, if Not if you're lot. oh well, if you're doing good, then you can you can put it away. You know, you can save it a little bit. But if you're not doing as well as others. Then that twelve hundred dollars will be gone on things that you know you need. Yeah, necessities. Mm-hmm. You definitely um uh, want to you know take a look into that. Okay, so we know now that if you didn't file your tax return, that might keep you from getting these checks. But what are some other kind of things that might disqualify you from getting that money? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay. I see what you did there because you know I forgot some stuff. All right. These are probably the most important things. So first off, if you have defaulted on student loans, that check might not come. Almost guaranteed not to come. So if you are in default for, the, for any student loans that you have, you might not be eligible to get that check, okay? Now, another thing that is crucial, if you have defaulted or have back due child support, they will not give you that check either. Or at least okay. not the full amount of that check. They might deduct from that money. Well, I'm going to be honest. If you have back due <laughs> child support, if, well, if you got back due <laughs> child support, it's probably more than $1,200, you know? Maybe. I'm almost, I can almost, I can almost guarantee <laughs> that's a fact, all right? So those are two probably, two of the most important things, you know, because that, I mean, a lot of people will expect that and then they don't know, like, oh my God, They're like, what do you mean you got it, you know? Yeah. And then, oh, I didn't get it. And then, you know, it's kind of embarrassing because we know why you didn't get yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to put it on the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, I, and, and, and they're coming out on the same day. So it's like, <laughs> hey, you got that check? No. Oh, it didn't hit yet. Oh, we know why that didn't happen. <laughs> all right. So so let's just remember that. And then, you know, you know, we want to keep you all informed. All right. So um, uh, next we're going to be getting into the unemployment and kind of the details and kind of the timeline of uh, what's going to be going on with that as well. All right.
unemployment benefits from the new 2020 stimulus package, uh, as Mitch McConnell would call it, the unemployment benefits on steroids. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into some of those details. Bilet is going to tell us things like how do you get those benefits and how long it's going to take to start to receive those. So. All right, so typically it takes like two to three weeks, but due to the increase in applications and everybody who's applying for the unemployment right now, it's kind of delaying the process. Yeah, two to three I, weeks sounds real familiar. <laughs> I just like to say that the two to three I weeks. I think they're like throwing it out like, you know, like, like just two to three weeks. It might work, yeah. Yeah, don't even worry about it. That's what they said uh, about the lockdown, too. Right. It was two to three weeks, it right? It keeps increasing, right? <laughs> so several states are going to waive uh, the waiting period. I'm not too sure yet if Texas is one of those states that's going to waive that. But if we get any more information, we've compiled a list of resources for where you can apply for the unemployment and other local resources to help you right now during this time during the coronavirus with food and that kind of stuff. So if you follow us on any social media, uh, under Skatoma Scoop on all pl- on social media platforms, we want to list all those resources there for you so Ooh, that you can check them out. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's important to remember that under that new legislation on unemployment benefits is going to restrict to 39 weeks. That's about 10 months. So typically a worker is going to get about $985 a week for four months. Now that's a huge increase because what they're going to get after that is going to be followed by 23 weeks of about 385 a week. And that's typically what people would have been getting a week before the stimulus package was put into place, you know. So there is a huge increase on how much money you're going to get. And I have heard things and, you know, I've listened to Steve Munchen say that you should be getting close to exactly what you were getting paid before. But, you know, we'll see exactly how that goes. Nobody's really beaten through the details and gotten through all of that fine print, okay? It is important to remember that this money is taxable. This is not like your stimulus check. They are going to tax this money. So that you have to be thinking about that. You're not going to be getting that full amount. But that's going to be what, uh, you know, your state benefits are and what has to do with what's going on with you locally, okay? Now, Bileta, who actually qualifies for these unemployment benefits. All right, so one of the things is people who've been laid off, uh, furloughed, self-employed people, people seeking part-time work, workers who can't reach their place of work because of COVID-19, and those who don't have the sufficient work history to otherwise qualify. So basically saying everyone. Almost every, everybody, the, the, yeah. The country then, the whole basically, country. Pretty much anybody. <laughs> and the people who quit their job as a direct result of COVID-19, okay? Yeah. So, so you could probably slide in there under, you know, the clause. You can get in there on the carpet. So if you quit, like, say... Before the virus hit, you yeah. know, you could say, "Yeah, this is exactly the this reason." Exactly the reason I'm not telling y'all to go out there and do that, but okay, you know, if, laugh, that, if that's but, your, <laughs> if that's your situation, you might want to do but, it. But go ahead. But, but it might, but it might help. All right. So, mind you, these offices are completely overrun right now. I heard it's bad. It's and it's pretty bad. So they're advising that if you don't really need that money right now, to just hold off before you apply. So, because there's a backlog of uh, people trying to apply for oh, unemployment. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm hearing you know people talking about. It hours on hold. I'm hearing people that have been trying to apply for days and, uh, you know, a whole week. So really what it, I, what I'm thinking is that what they're telling you is if you have a check coming in or you have savings or you have money that might hold you off for that three week waiting period that you might want to wait, give it a little pause and then go ahead and do it. It might save you, you know, a big headache if you can wait that six weeks to get that check. If you cannot, I would advise you to go ahead and just go ahead and get in there because once your name's on the list, until well, I shall say until your name is on that list, mm-hmm. that's the day that you can count those 21 days that they're saying or you know hoping and promising that you'll get that check. So that's all up to you. You know that's all your you know your own financial situation. But okay, so with all that information being told to you guys, 
We are glad that you guys have listened today. Like, I really appreciate it. Really, truly appreciate it. This has been our first episode to, you know, the podcast. This is going to be the kind of the jump off. You know, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of different subjects. But of course, with this coronavirus in the news and this lockdown and this international pandemic, we did have to go ahead and touch on it. Give you guys some facts. Give you guys some links. Give you guys some resources to let you know what's going on. So there's not as much confusion. Okay. So. Once again, we are on all social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, and we are also on all of the podcast platforms if you guys want to check it out there. Oh, and also YouTube. Also YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. okay? All right. Well, this is Cita Gale, a.k.a. Molly Monroe, and... Violetta, also known as V. All right, all right. We will hope to see y'all on the next episode, and y'all can go ahead and listen in. It's been good, guys. Stay safe, stay sane, stay at home. No fault of, of you, and it would only be the fault of my own. But um, if it was up to me, none of our kids would pass to the next school when they came out to go to school next year. I think it's a little harsh. And no, I it's think not. It's, a little it, bit it's, harsh. Not a, it's not a little <laughs> harsh. It's not a little harsh. Um, I mean, today in between lessons, I had to come in here and take a shot of tequila just to ease my mind as to what was really going on. Because the way that I see it, and the way that I understand it, it's it's extremely frustrating. Frustrating beyond comprehension. And I know you're teaching, it's probably way easier for you. But for the average parent, home learning is a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare that seems to be going on daily. And it's probably the worst part of mine and the kids' day. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think personally, you're the worst teacher assistant that I've ever had. And, and, and I'll take and that. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take that. And I think that it's not that bad. I think going into week two, I think there's definitely some things I that we've learned. I think a lot of people disagree. I think a lot of people disagree. <laughs>